Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading The Remnant Keeper by Robert Scott Norton. This one's a thinker, folks, and unfortunately, also a stinker. Book Club. Uh, my name is Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. My name is Shane Burklow. And this week we are reading a wonderful book called The Remnant Keeper by Robert Scott Norton. Uh, book one in the Tombs Rising series. Spooky. Is there, has, have we read a book that's not part of a series? No. Every well, free ebook is part of a 35 part series. Dinosaur Encounters was like um, a one off. It was like a 40 page one off. It did have a very definitive ending. And if you aren't familiar, please peruse our catalog, read Dinosaur Encounters, uh, then come back and listen to this. Okay, so here we go. This book looks like it's going to be a winner. Uh, Ganesh, how about you read us a synopsis? Austin, what do we do on this podcast? Why don't you let me pick the order in which I say it? Uh, <laughs> what do we do on the podcast? We read stupid fucking free books. Who cares what we do on the podcast? We read the first page, the 25% mark, 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of a free ebook that we found on Amazon that nobody's ever read and nobody wants to read. And then we determine how bad or good it is. Uh, mostly bad. But hey, this one could be a diamond in the rough. What's this called again? The, the remnant, remnant Keeper. Great. Now that I've done all that, how about you read us the friggin synopsis already when the dead can testify their killers resort to desperate measures Whoa, what the uh, remnant keepers are a loathed group of telepaths paid to read the last memories of the recently murdered why are they loathed that seems like a pretty important job kind of invasive yeah also like they could just be lying right? but those people are dead yeah jack winston is one of the best and hates it under the scrutiny of the world's most powerful corporation, Jack is as much a prisoner as those he helps send behind bars. Mm, I understand that. Yeah. But when his latest case arrives, Jack's world shatters as his wife is brutally murdered. Ouch, Whoa. not the wife. You can't kill the wife of a remnant keeper, can you? Fueled by vengeance. Guess we'll find out. Jack vows to catch the murderer, but as the bodies pile up, Jack realizes he's made a terrible mistake. He was never the hunter, only the hunted. Exciting. Well, it's kind of like uh, Minority Report. Yeah, it meets R.I.P.D. starring meets, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> meets um, uh, Wild Wild West when they use the dead man's heads to look through their eyes. That's the craziest part of that movie. They ne you never so? well, okay. the giant spider. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I still do think so because you could theoretically build a big spider that walks. They literally turned a guy's head into a camera and showed his last thoughts. Oh, there's a mutant in that too. Remember a uh, fight scene at the end? I there's like the huge mutant guy that's true that's I, the weirdest part i still think that's more What's possible he doing? than turning a man's head into a projector of his own last images will smith hits i'm sorry to keep harping on this mutant but will smith hits him with like a big wrench that's true and, and he doesn't like, do it he's made out of like metal right yeah that the only way to beat him movie's all kick up. him in the balls that's right that's the classic way uh the american way so this book uh, the Remnant Keeper, number one in the Who What Now series. Who gives a shit? Also, uh, that was the first movie where Kenneth Branagh played himself. Wow. On that note, let's jump ahead now to the very first page of The Remnant Keeper. Great googly moogly. Let's just read it already. Let's read the first page of... Friday, 3 May, 2115. Oh. On the morning that was to be her last, Keely Winston was dealing with a hangover and the shrapnel of guilt from the surprise she'd tried to pull on her husband. A hangover, oh. but Cinco de Mayo is just two days away. I know, she's an alcoholic. <laughs> Later, if her head ever cleared, she hoped things would make sense. 
the surprise was to have been one of those moments they'd cling on to for the rest of their lives. Instead, she was heartbroken, empty, and alone. Oh no, what did she do? She had woken with a headache like a group of workmen had got inside her skull and were pounding with pickaxes. Interesting. That's something that happens in 2115? Workmen are just pickaxing away. They haven't come up with a solve for the standard pickaxe. That's right. It's still efficient. That's that's right. No drills. Workmen too. Definitely not robots. Just laborers. Honestly, that's probably closer to the truth. We're fucking up bad. In 100 years, it's just going to be dirty, dusty, soot-covered people breaking up rocks. Have you seen that robot that they're making? Miner's rights. That can like stand up and like jump and it never falls over. Yeah. You ever see those Japanese robots that can do little shimmies and dances? Yeah, I like them. The wine had been cheap and she drunk it alone, feeling worse as she swallowed every bitter mouthful of the wine. Jack didn't drink anymore. The Fuse Media building cut against the blue sky like a jagged tooth. <laughs> Fuse Media is like a real company. Yeah, right? Right. That's, a, that's, a cha- that's a TV channel. Well, and they're doing great. Yeah, it's 100 years on, they're the uh, powerhouse of uh, the American media landscape. She hurried from her taxi across the car park, praying that she wouldn't bump into anyone. The row with Jack shouldn't have gone on for so long. Hell, it shouldn't have happened at all. She swore at herself for being so stupid. Shoot. Inside, she paused at the coffee machine and punched in her regular. Even fake coffee would be good for her head this morning. A hand patted her back. You okay? She threw on her smile. Fine. So sorry I'm late. What's new? Ella flicked her hair from her shoulders. She looked fabulous. Oh. Six foot in heels with a slender shape in her 40s that made women in their 20s envious. My, my, my. A figure-hugging azure dress clung to her curves, and Keely felt pangs of guilt. What kind of dress? Azure. Oh, okay. Better be careful. Getting me hot and bothered. (laughs) Those robots. Chicka, 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 chicka. Oh, yeah, like in Austin Powers. Keely felt pangs of guilt over the junk food she'd had with the wine. You've had another row? The coffee machine finished dispensing her drink. Are these people British? And beeped. Yes, no one else says row. Who says row? Urging her to take her cup. I just had a row in me jumper. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we get it. You're British. I don't. I haven't really got time. I'm fine. You're still drunk, she hissed. Keely raised a hand in supplication. No, I'm not. I'm just delicate. I'll be fine. I've had a pill. I'll work late to make up for it. The pill. I've just got the vapors. (laughs) Jesus, Ella. She broke off as the tears welled. Are you attempting an accent? No. It's like you're like half your right in the line. It seems like you could be, but if pressed, you would say no. You know, don't be afraid. Take a little chance. Ella laid a hand on her shoulder and guided her away from her colleague's glances. Hello. (laughs) Don't put your head out in your noggin on mommy's (laughs) bupski. Whoa. (laughs) I like that that just came out of your brain. Once safe in her office, Ellie, Ella closed the door behind them and sat behind her desk. A tissue appeared from somewhere, and Keely accepted it grief, gracefully. Mm, gratefully. Mystery tissues. God, that man can be so infuriating. Nope. nope. That's good. No, nope. It plays. You might want to pull she out. laughed. Abort. What has he done this time? Ella smiled. Before the diagnosis, things were simpler. We'd row and be done with it. We'd row and Maybe row they and row. just are on a rowing team. Yeah, they could be on a boat, perhaps. And they go, like, in their basement, they have two rowing machines. That's right. That seems more likely to me. Yeah. Now. But now, he think he takes things so personally. He's been through a rough, a tough few years. It changes people. I knew that being married to a telepath wouldn't be easy, but I didn't have that choice. He wasn't a telepath when we married. Oh, wait, that can just, like, happen later in life? He took a course. <laughs> <laughs> Got certified. Nice school. Got his associate's <laughs> degree. I never had that option to walk away and leave him. I mean, I wouldn't. He's Jack. But jacked like buff? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's ripped. <laughs> the ripped telepath. Because he rose. That's... <laughs> he's not the man you married. She stared vacantly past Ella to the skyline out of the windows behind her. The Osmi Tech building 
was perfectly framed in the distance between two other buildings. Oh, three buildings in a row, you say? On the commercial complex, a giant crescent moon turned on its side so its back pointed to the sky. To the telepaths in the... In <laughs> Cannot the, imagine that no matter how hard I try. Is it like the St. Louis Arch? Arch? Yeah. Right, but a, but a moon. <laughs> it's, it's the arch, right? Not the ark. Uh, the ark would be like a large boat. Yeah, there's no water in or St. Per- Louis. There is, though. Isn't that where the uh, the east meets the west? The river there? Uh, if we got any St. Louis listeners out there, uh, stop listening. Or call in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear about this water of yours. Right. To the telepaths in the UK, that building represented the hub of the telepath world. But to her, it represented everything that had turned sour in her marriage. Explicitly British now. People called it the vault. She sipped the coffee, but it tasted like watered down mud. So she put down the cup on the arm of the chair. Isn't that basically what coffee is? Kind of. But her palate's probably closer to like a cuppa. Like get her some tea. What is that? Tea. When people say cuppa, tea. I hate that. Tea. I hate it. I thought tea. it was just short for a cup of joe. Tea. No, cup of tea. When people say, let's get a cuppa. I'm like, why? Why would you say that? It's British. I hate that. English. I don't like English. What was your row about? <laughs> Sir Cockney, like, uh, chimney sweep. He jacked me knickers. <laughs> what it's always about. Oh, don't. Don't what? <laughs> I can't. I'm done trying. Tell what? You've got that told you so face. Ella leant back in her chair, a light flush creeping over her cheeks. I don't think he's the parenting kind. I'm sorry. You know, it's funny. I work for a British company and I'm around British people most of the day, every day. Right. And I can't do the accent. That's true. Well, just start mocking them all the time. That's okay. This is your way of sticking it for them destroying India. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a subconscious thing. I just don't want to do it. Keely stared back at her friend and wished it were possible to forget that Ella and Jack had once dated. Their relationship lasted over a year, but during that time together, Jack had met Keely. Ella and Jack spit, split amicably. They spit. <laughs> there had been no crossover, but there were moments when she wondered whether Ella believed that. Believe that. <laughs> Keely scratched her earlobe. Believe that, mate. I hoped... I hoped, I hoped, he's got high hopes. I hoped once he'd become more settled, and with the new house, there's always been something in the way, a valid reason I could recognize. At first it was the flat, and yeah, it was tiny, and having a baby wouldn't have been much fun in there. That was a good British yeah. Like, then yeah, 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 it's more like a New York yeah. yeah. No, New York, yeah. New York yeah is like yeah, 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 yeah. A British yeah is like yeah, yeah. yeah. What's a Southern yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Spanish yeah. Uh, see, <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> An image of Jack being wheeled away to the operating <laughs> theater came unbidden. To her mind, that would have been a bad timing, but things are better now. That would have been a bad timing. Huh? <laughs> they invented this language. We've now? got a plan. The obstacles have gone. Ella shook her head so slowly. Keely wondered whether she even knew what she was doing. It. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> do, you, do you have any idea what's happening in this book? No. <laughs> uh, Keely, yeah, Keely is hungover. I'm having the hardest time keeping track of this. Okay, so Keely had a row with Jack, they the had telepath. A row. Jack, <laughs> Jack, the Ripper, also the telepath. Jack, the rower, and the extremely muscular and ripped they, telepath. They have. They're having rows about all sorts of stuff. She yeah. wanted a kid. He didn't want a kid. Yeah. They had a small flat, and he uh, loved it. Okay. I think I remember all this now. And then Ella is the one wearing that strange dress, and they're having a cuppa. Oh, you guys are paying way more attention than me. Yeah. I barely remember the names of these people. I'm checking out. Uh, let's see how I do it the last also, three, three, Jack, fifths, three fourths of this book. Jack used to date uh, Keeley's friend, Ella. Okay. They're sitting in Ella's office. Keeley's hungover as fuck. Uh, you let's guys, just move ahead. You want to jump ahead? Let's, let's jump. do it. Let's see. Let's get this book ripping and roaring, and uh, 
let's, let's go ahead to the 25 percent mark maybe i'll find the accent along the way no nope nope good luck nope <laughs> Let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark of the Remnant Keeper. Is that right? Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. At first, he thought the drumming was coming outside on the street, but then he realized it came from somewhere behind his eyes. That's really weird. This guy's also This is the beginning of this wild thing. Dennis woke without remembering why he'd fallen asleep on the couch and, oh my God. The pain in the back of his neck was real enough. Leaning into the arm of the sofa whilst sleeping was not a smart move. He blinked away the dream, still lingering, and brought his hand to his face. The halo, a three-year-old model he'd bought from Cheryl at work, had a tiny hairline crack running through its surface, but still worked just about. What is that? A tiny model he bought from somebody? The halo. You know, like some Alexa type thing. Oh, I get it. A little, yeah, a Google Home, perhaps. Maybe. A TomTom. Maybe. New models were expensive, and besides, why would he need one? Impressing people for the sake of impressing them wasn't his style. No, I like to impress them for other reasons. Keeping a low profile was one of those unspoken rules of the organization. The halo detected his arm's motion and displayed the time. 4.30 p.m. Cool tech. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff they're going to have in 100 years. Motion censored clocks. <laughs> Dennis twisted upright and leant back into his chair. Who the fuck is Dennis? Dennis! Denny! Big D! D's! Uh, nice. His first thought was the thing had glitched. His next, that he would be fired from the supermarket. He was four hours late for his shift. <laughs> and his mean bitch of a supervisor would delight. <laughs> okay, Dennis. In bringing I mean, him down a peg or two. Listen, settle Dennis, down. You're the one who's four hours late, but yeah, like. yeah have a, a cup of, take a breath, eat a this biscuit. Mean old bitch fired me for being six hours late to work. <laughs> What's your problem? Although I still the, made it. <laughs> although the pay wasn't great, it was a safe job and gave him enough to live on. Got Sniff. him a halo. Like that was a gift. Me. That's yeah, right. Sniffing, he stood and quickly sat down again. His balance was all off like he'd been drinking. Oh, this guy's perhaps been drugged. Give yourself a minute. You can do this. And he closed his eyes and listened. His mother had bequeathed the small two-bedroomed house to him. Be who what now? Bequeathed. Mm, yes. With no siblings to share with and his dad long dead. It was his to do with as he pleased. Hell yeah. His Dennis's daddy's dead as dirt. <laughs> mm -mm. He had never much liked Southport, and he'd considered selling up and moving on. But after looking into it, he changed his mind. Gotta go to Northport, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the wrong side of the tracks, it sounds like. Too much hassle, and he hated the idea of the sales tax feeding the government's coffers. Hell yeah. Uh, I hate that. He'd keep hold of it. Thank you very much. He liked his money. Yeah. I don't like society or funding it with my money. Although sales tax is bullshit. It's all about that income tax. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck are me and Bill Gates paying the same amount of tax for a pack of gum? I should get that gum for free. And Bill Gates should be shot. <laughs> <laughs> Which brought his thinking in a circular way. Back to the noises in the house. Or lack thereof. His lodger was out. He stood and listened at the open door. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a doctor about it. He stood and listened at the open door of the lounge just to be sure. Alex kept himself to himself. This was the lodger he wanted. It was a small house and much as he needed the money, he didn't want to sacrifice his living space to a stranger. And Alex was a stranger in so many ways. He turned up one day, even before Dennis had had the chance to place the advert in the corner shop's window. Serend uh, serendipitous <laughs> in the extreme. But his mum had taught him never to look a gift horse in the mouth. And he was offering just the right amount of money and promised he wouldn't be a problem. Good advice from mummy. My dear old mummy. I never let a gift horse in his mouth. <laughs> 
Mother, little shite. His mother's just like a super <laughs> trash, like street urchin. <laughs> I never loved devils in the mouth, son. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mother, I'm sorry. Yes, mom. Yes, mother. He's a very proper son. That's why I imagine British people have, there's no rhyme or reason to their accents. Mm-hmm. Some people have like disgusting Cockney accents and some are like <laughs> prim and proper and they all live together in one big house. Mm-hmm. And there was something Dennis liked about the stranger, almost familiar. Dennis had offered him the front bedroom, with it being the largest of the two. It seemed fair to let his lodger take it. After, after all, <laughs> it's big enough for for its own room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, park this lodger in the the you, guest you, room. You guys got room for my lodger? After all, Dennis was getting the reassurance that the lodger wouldn't be getting in his way. <laughs> In the rest of the house. It's never in anybody's way, as far as I'm concerned. But things never went as smoothly as all that. Another lesson he could have learned from his dad if he'd chosen to listen. Alex liked his music loud. A mixture of new trance and garage classics. <laughs> okay, that's happening in 100 years. There's listening to garage and new trance. Mark my words, in 20 years, this could be nothing but EDM. No. Oh, in 20 years, EDM is going to seem like the same way we look at like disco. Yeah. In no. 20 years, the only music is going to be all in that direction. No, no, it never is the case. Music you think all music's going to be EDM? Yeah, it'll just be a series of bleeps and blorps. No, in 100 years, music's going to be one high-pitched tone that you listen to for 45 minutes. That's it's basically what EDM is. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, true. We're on the, we're on the right path. Stuff he'd have liked himself if only it came on at a suitable time and not when he was trying to get to sleep. Not bedtime. Not mummy's bedtime. On a couple of occasions recently, he'd come back from a night shift at the supermarket to find an irate neighbor banging on the front door, demanding the music be turned down. He didn't <laughs> turn it up. Does he leave it on all day when he's gone? No, this is his roommate. Oh, his lodger is cranking his the lodger, tunes? Yeah, his lodger uh, yeah, likes, he did, likes a deep bass. He, he didn't much like his neighbors, so although a part of him was pleased that his lodger had caused them some disturbance. He also was wary of the threats that next time it'll be the police. The bobbies. Bobbies will get my bobbies to beat you with the nightsticks. Alex. He called up the stairs. No reply. He was unlikely to be asleep at this time of day. Alex was usually the first out of the house and the last to return. He stepped on the first tread and winced at the creaking wood. Why should he feel so apprehensive in his own property? But butterflies danced around his stomach. Ooh, yum. He focused his hearing on the floor above him, but there was nothing. Alex, he shouted. <laughs> Hello, do you want a tea? Hello, Silence. I got a pot on. <laughs> they don't use pots; these electric kettles. Fuck. He hurried up the stairs, taking two at a time, eager to get this over with. Alex's room was on the front of the house, above the lounge. Dennis had the room at the back of the house, smaller, but with the advantage of a nice view of the field behind the building. Oh, good field. The bathroom door was open, and despite knowing it must be empty, he stuck his head in and double-checked. Smelled like shit. Alex, what did you eat? The aches in his head still pressed on him from all angles. Prompets. And he rummaged in the medicine cabinet for a headache pill. He found one and swallowed it dry. That is hard to do, in my Mm. opinion. (laughs) Alex owed him two months' rent. Now it sounds like a piece of shit. Kick him out, dude. Let's get out of here. Kill him. Swing that big lodger around and get him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) He asked him about it when he last seen him a couple of nights ago, but Alex had shrugged and shuffled back up to his room. Whence the music thumped out again. The last time he'd been late with the payments, an envelope with a wad of cash had been left on the kitchen table with a note apologizing. A repetition of that scene hadn't yet happened, and it had continued to gnaw away at Dennis these last few days. He might not need the money to pay a mortgage, but for God's sake, the man was getting the room dirt cheap anyway. What's what's happening? To delay paying (laughs) his due was a slap in the face. Pure rudeness. This book is supposed to be about some like telepathy, figuring out who killed dead people. And instead, it's just like a roommate squabble. Yeah, it sounds like things are leading to a potential eviction. Yeah, (laughs) that's the climax of the book. And then the falling action is when they start interrogating the dead. Uh, Okay, fine. This book is boring. Was that the 25%? Yeah. Well, let's just zoom past it. Bing, bang, bong.
hope this book stops sucking soon. Let's uh, read the 50% mark. Hell yeah. Fish and chips would be sweet. That's way better than what was going <laughs> on. Haven't had them in years. Alan carefully reached inside his jacket pocket. He gestured the other stay put and crept over to the door. Ignoring silent protests from Anna, Jack followed him to the hallway, treading as lightly as possible. Jack's heart thudded so loudly the others must have heard. That's not possible. Dun, 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 dun. You need to see a doctor. Oh, is that Jack's heart? Oh. The blood rushing through his ears made him dizzy. He's dying. And the urge to run out of the front door and shout for help was strong. The only thing stopping him was the depressing thought that the people living out there probably didn't give a toss what happened in here. You don't give a toss, do you? <laughs> You're really good at that accent. No, I am, yeah. How did that happen? Practice? Practice makes perfect. This is how I talk at home. <laughs> A flash and a crack of sound split the air. Boom! Something whipped past Jack and Alan slumped to the floor, his foot slipping on the step as the impact knocked him off balance. Jack froze, fear gripping him. But then instinct saved his life. And he ducked and spun away from the stairs. A bullet impacted the picture three inches from where his head had been. Wow, close call. Shattering glass across the hall. Get out, he shouted. <laughs> what a frail little uh, elephant heart a guy. Man, <laughs> a man wearing a long nightgown and holding a candle. No, wearing Get a nightcap. Out. Get out, please. Running into the lounge looking for Anna, ready to grab her and run for the front door. But Anna wasn't there. Anna. Yeah. She hissed from around the corner Ooh. where a small kitchenette nestled by the dining room. Don't hiss at me. Jack found her crouching <laughs> behind a refrigerator. Oh, try that again, Anna. What? The refrigerator has enough space behind it for people to hide. Ooh. Push that shit against the wall. It gets gross back there. It's so gross back there. Yeah. Trying to call a number on her halo with shaking fingers. His halo. I'm just thinking of that Beyonce song. Me too. That's their theme song on the commercials. It's too late for that. No one can get here in time. We need to go. Alan's dead. Alan? The roommate? Good. Music was too damn loud. Anna's face turned ashen. No, he can't be. He can't be. He ca he can't. Man, I he, love that we're seeing Anna on her first day no. of speaking. <laughs> he can't be. He can't be. Cannot. We're next unless we can get out of here. Is this a murderer loose? Footsteps yeah. pounded down the stairs and Jack slammed against the kitchen door, holding it shut with his weight. So he's a big guy, huh? Yeah, hefty. Hefty Jack. They call him Big Jack. He rose. Fat Jack? No, he's muscular. The door was as cheap as the rest of the apartment and he didn't give it much odds against stopping a bullet. But there was nothing else to use as a barricade. The door slammed against Jack and a man burst in. <gasps> what? A Damn. man? A big man. Jack fell back against the cooker and cracked his head. The cooker? Is that the oven? I'll crack, that? I'll crack me head on the cooker. <laughs> Ouch. I cracked me top pot on the cooker. Oh, me noggin cracked it on the cooker. It was the man he'd fought in his own house. He raised the gun. <laughs> this guy's going from house to house kicking ass. I in like his him. hand. <laughs> it's like a video game. The Grand Theft Auto. Done with this house. <laughs> I got them all. Go to the next one. <laughs> With nothing else for it, Jack threw himself at the man's legs, not caring if it meant a bullet. Oi! <laughs> Oi, I'll gnaw your Me string legs. beans! <laughs> the impulsiveness took the intruder by surprise. Jack yelled and knocked him back into the dining area. Hey! Use your telepathy to know his next move, <laughs> yeah, right. you dip fucking shit. It's all a lie. He collided with the table, and for a moment it seemed as if Jack had gained the upper hand. Seems being the operative word. Anna, go, he yelled, pummeling his fist into the killer's firm body. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Taut. Tawdry. He was wearing some kind of body armor, <gasps> and every punch hurt. Ow. He wrestled around, but the moment of victory proved short. Is this guy Batman? Yeah. <laughs> A right hook into Jack's chin and pain fired up his face, shocking all the nerve endings into spasms of agony. Ouch. With redoubled efforts, Jack landed punch after punch into his body, but he moved like all, slipping away from the fist. <laughs> moved like what? All. Smooth like that. 
That's just Kenny beautiful. Chis- that's Kenny Chisholm's real voice. Oh, look at that What? Hoyle? Is that oil on the horizon? (laughs) Black gold. (laughs) Texas tea. Texas tea. It's times like this, these voices really bail out the bad story of of the uh, book. Nothing of any worth struck home, and after a second punch landed above Jack's right eye, he felt blood trickle and his vision clouded. He's getting the crap beat out of him. Yeah. He fell. Feeling sick, Jack tried to crawl away. That's a bad move. <laughs> a foot landed into his Run. side. That's what they teach you in self-defense. Uh, cower and crawl. The double crawl. C's. slowly. Yeah. So they don't see you. Yeah, right. And also cry. That's a third C. <laughs> It'll scare them away. <laughs> <laughs> and he... And he yelled in pain and fear. Hands grabbed his shoulders and hauled him to his feet before shoving him back into a wall. Jack slumped to the floor and a picture fell off its hook and landed beside him, the glass cracking in its frame. I should have landed on his head. He's going to pick up this glass and ship this guy. Uh, you think so? Slit his throat. Kill him? Kill him. Got him like a little piggy. Anna drove dove forward, fist raised against Jack's attacker. A punch across her face and she fell beside Jack, looking desperate. Whoa. Jack stared at her and tried to think of anything useful to put into his mind for her to read. A plan, something to clue on that would get them out of this, but there was nothing. This guy's like, oh yeah, I can read minds, shit. He implants a thought that just says, oh shit, we're gonna die. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Jack. This guy's really strong. We're on the same page. (laughs) It's really strong. She says, oh, shit. Oh, shit. All she would read if she was even calm enough to do so would be the anger and fear and pain that coursed through Jack's brain. Oh, there you go. We nailed it. Let her go. She's not important. It's me you're after, Jack said, trying to be heard over the sound of her yells. A flash of hope crossed his mind as he thought of Honey's neighbors. Why does he need to be heard over her? Just telepath to the guy killing you. Say, please stop. 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 Please. Please, uh, stop. Surely someone would have heard the commotion and called for help. But it would take time to arrive. Too long. Their attacker kicked Jack again. <laughs> this guy's just getting his, getting his uh, rocks off here. Yeah. Shut your mouth, <laughs> he said. Like the that. lack of anger or concern in his voice frightened Jack more than the gun. This guy's cool. That he now raised and pointed at his face. Yes? Why did you kill my wife? It's business. Nothing personal. Oh, in that case, cool. Nothing personal, Jack repeated. She was my wife. Of course it's fucking personal. Oh, watch the language. Jack wiped the blood from his eyebrow and glared at the man, willing him to pull the trigger and end it all. Do it. The intruder chuckled. Then he turned, aimed his gun, and shot Anna in the face. (gasps) Whoa. Whoa, for real? Wow. Damn. Stone. Cold. Steve Austin. Her hot blood splattered over Jack's face. Ew. Sexy. Her hot body blood. slid against Jack's shoulder. Mm, this sucks. <laughs> Jack tried to scramble to his feet, but the gun was suddenly in his face and pushing into his cheek. The muzzle still hot from the shot. Ouch. I can't afford to have damaged goods. Damaged goods? What the hell was he talking about? The man dropped to his haunches. Oh, right on those haunches. Jack's heart sped up until he thought it might rise through his throat and choke him. He turned his head away, pressed his cheek against the wall, refusing to give them the satisfaction of seeing his fear any longer. Jack willed it to end. Time to go bye-bye. Dastardly. I love this guy. He talks like he's talking to a little baby. Something crackled. Jack's body shook violently as a high voltage slammed into him. Every muscle went rigid. And when the blackness came, he welcomed it. The end. What? So Jack just got murdered? No, I think he's like passed out, right? Or is he dead? He's like the main character, right? Yeah, isn't this like book 12 of 62? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like four main characters per book. Uh, that was only the 50% mark. Jack's still alive. Wow, what a scene. That's a grisly scene. Sorry, re- readers. Yeah, what's Sorry, her name? Just audience. got blasted right in, the f- right in her, yeah. her chompers. Yeah, that guy was like, he's trying to send her a message with his mind. Well, I'm just going to pop that little brain right out of her head. Boom. Yeah. Bam. Dead. It's a power move. Uh, shit. This is this just got heavy. This uh, just got <clears throat> real. Well, I hope that tosser gets his day. Yeah. I hope he gets uh, uh, 
to uh, flush them down the uh, water water closet. The loo? Yeah. All right, we are still reeling from our grisly murder scene that we just bore witness to. Hard to hear. I'm pretty shaken. But fun compared to the boring shit. Yeah, that was way better. If the if the rest of the pages are like the last page, that'll be way better than the first two pages. If you know what I'm saying. A little riddle for you guys. Basically, I want more characters to get shot in the face. Uh, let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark. He found Alex in the kitchen, pouring out the water from the kettle before refilling it. I thought Alex died. No. I was Alan. That's, that's a rookie mistake. No. Who would name characters that similarly? Kara. No. Anna. And Alan. Anna. And a lot of A names. Alan and Anna. And his wife. Are, Jack's wife. What was her name? Abigail. Kella. Kelly. They're all dead, basically. Kara. Kara. Kale. Kelly. Keely. Keela. Sure. Dead. Keely. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Why are you? Why are you doing that? Dennis asked. Mind your own fucking business, Dennis. You should always use fresh water when making tea. Reboiling reduces the CO2 in the water and decreases the acidity. This is the most British book ever. Every you, second sentence is about tea, drinking tea, making tea. Do you want a cup? Smooching tea. Mm. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Alex put the kettle down and plugged it in. I told you it's electric kettle. But made no move to get any cups <laughs> from the cupboard. The, the, the color just drained out of Shane's face. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Wasn't there a thing? Wasn't there a uh, don't the lights dim during tea time? That's right. Didn't it used to be like the, that? All the power in England is sucked into the electric kettles. That's true, though. Is that real? Yeah. Like it was a tradition. They dim the lights. No, it dimmed because of all the kettles being turned on oh, yeah. the grid. I this didn't... is like in the 19. 19- 30s or something. They had electric kettles in the 30s. I don't know. Check your sources, bro. All right. Get well, it happened All somewhere. Right. Hey, whatever. You sure that wasn't just like the Battle of Britain? People just getting bombed to death. It's the 40s. Oh, right. How could you not guess what this was about? I'm sure all of that was wrong. No, no. We're history buffs. How come it wasn't eating away at his every waking thought like it was with Dennis? Twice he'd been called into his manager's office for not paying enough attention at work. But if only they knew what was going on inside his head, they'd give him more slack. Was Dennis the telepath? No. Or Jack. 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 Okay. It's about the rent, isn't it? <laughs> the fuck? Who's this guy? I'm sorry. Miss Stalper. But I'm just <laughs> running a little short this month. I'll <laughs> make it up to you. <laughs> Alex turned like that was the end of the conversation and flicked the kettle off. I'll be in my room. He walked towards Dennis, and Dennis felt that repulsive instinct to recoil as the man approached. His skin tingled, and his mouth went dry. But Dennis had had enough. Today would be the end of it. He stepped in front of his lodger, barring his (laughs) exit from the kitchen. You're not getting past his lodger, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Alex stopped, and for a terrifying moment, Dennis thought he'd gone too far. What would a man like Alex do if he felt threatened? Would it be Dennis's blood in the bathtub next? It's not just the rent. He heard the wavering in his voice and hated himself for it. Alex grinned and shook his head. He had a smell of day's old body or odor, and being so close to him made Dennis want to hold his breath. Mm. Yeah, stinky lodger. <laughs> you can watch that lodger. <laughs> Come on. You come right on. There. Nice. Use it off. Hose him off. You've got something yourself on your mind. Yeah, you stink, <laughs> This buddy. voice is too good. Care to share? Alex stepped back and leaned in the fri- against the fridge, cocking his head and smirking. Okay, so the man wasn't going to hit him, and he could so easily have done that. Dennis sighed gently, hoping that his lodger wouldn't notice his relief at not being assaulted. Whatever you're into... It's got to stop. Doesn't send a beat this lodger off. (laughs) Up. (laughs) Oh, I get it. (laughs) Alex rolled his eyes. Undaunted, now that the first words were out of his mouth, things seemed easier. Dennis continued. You've never mentioned the clothes in the bath. What were they from? I've never mentioned them because it doesn't concern you. It's my bath. It concerns me. (laughs) 
Dennis heard how petty he'd made something so serious sound and tried to correct himself. I mean, it's not important about the bath. This book is just like petty squabbles. Why did you have blood all over your clothes? And What's hyper violence? Where's the good? That's right. There's one scene where somebody was shot in the face and the rest is just like roommates arguing. Where's hey, that's life. Yes, I wish. Not all over. Splashes. The water made it seem worse. But where did the blood come from? Was it yours? Alex shook his head slowly. Yeah, so what? Then where did it come from? Not my victim's buddy. Oh, maybe he's the killer. If you mean to ask whose blood is it, you should probably just ask that question. Oh, getting pedantic here. The image of his bloodied hands came to mind. Truly and British. Shivered. You hurt someone. Alex nodded. It was unfortunate, but they had something I needed. Their face. Dennis wanted to ask how badly hurt the other party was, but his brain seized on the question and buried it. Buried. Canadian? That's how, okay, that's how I say it. Yeah, I know. You make fun of me every episode for it. Yeah, it's buried, buried. Whatever. Buried. Uh, is that it? We're keeping going. Let's keep going a little bit, right? Is that what you do for money? Yes, it is. Why? Man, Dennis is really turning into a snail of a man. <laughs> This guy's just straight up admitting to being a hitman, though. So that's pretty honest. Alex rolled his eyes and then looked away out of the kitchen window to the garden beyond. Why do any of us do the things we do? Well, that's a weird argument when you kill people. The pay is good and the job is easy. Sure beats stacking shelves. Ooh. Stacking shots. shelves doesn't get people <laughs> killed. That's fired. And he's the homeowner. Oh, wait. It was bequeathed to him. Right. Bequeathed. Who said I killed anyone? Didn't you? Dennis asked hopefully. I just smacked them around a little bit till they bled all over the place. Alex grinned. Perhaps there are some questions you shouldn't ask. I've been in your room, Dennis said. Weird. Alex's blue eyes twinkled with an intensity that made Dennis wish he'd just called the police when he had a chance. He gulped, then glanced behind him, whether, wondering whether he'd make it to the front door should things turn ugly. Oh, okay. Okay. Very intense scene. Well, Alex is my prime suspect for being the baddest dude in the town. Well, he is basically admitted to. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, competition down there in Southport because it seems like a bad area, unlike the pristine and beautiful Northport. Uh, yeah, I think Alex basically just admitted to killing people, right? Yeah, it sounds like he might have been the guy that killed Anna. But do we perhaps have two killers on our hands? That'd be crazy. There's only one way to find out, and I think that's for us to read the last page of the book. Uh, all right, last page. Hopefully there's some kind of resolution here to this pretty lifeless story, literally, because people are getting killed out here. So let's read the last page. A noise disturbed Jack from his thoughts, and he looked across to see that Burnfield had taken up the chair alongside him. Jack lives. I am sorry. What for? I forgot Jack's voice. Does it really matter? It was like that. Whatever. It was a man's voice. Jack replied, feeling British. deep inside <laughs> that there was a tremendous lot the detective should be sorry for. Shitty day. I am sorry. Jack nodded, then looked away back to the Rose Garden where they'd scattered her. Oh, she hated roses. <laughs> Jokes <laughs> on you, bitch. Don't <laughs> be like hell. Terrible planning. Terrible, shameful planning. So wh why let them scatter her there? She's not here to argue. It keeps them happy. And that's more important right now. Wow. That's what she would have wanted. And keep in mind, this is in a world where it is proven that you can communicate with the dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> She's going to be pissed off when he logs on. <laughs> Burnfield cleared his throat. <laughs> there he goes. I've been told that the inquiry into the Hardwick's death is over. They didn't really want it getting any more publicity than it already had got. I don't suppose your contact at the DRT had been any more forthcoming over the lies. No, they're not budging. I think that is now out of our hands and back with the original team. 
but they're unlikely to do anything more than close the case as rapidly as they are able. The DRT doesn't want an investigation into its affairs any more than Osmitech do. Yeah, respect the tech. Love to, <laughs> love to respect the corporation. <laughs> they have their murderer and he's dead. It's a nice package for them, I'd say. Jack pursed his lips and took a long breath. It seemed there was nowhere else to go. Today had been a day of closure. There was one more thing on Jack's mind, though. At least somebody's feeling closure here. Groudon came for me at Honey's apartment. I don't think he was there just because I crashed his meeting. He had something else on his mind. Any idea what? Hugging and kissing. Jack shook his head and sat Hugging down next to the detective. and smooching. <laughs> Beautiful. What? Sorry. Is there more to that song? Probably. Don't push him. <laughs> Don't make me sing. He's Come pissed on. at me. He's pissed at the whole world. Trust me. Keep your distance. I intend to. But what if he comes after me? Cry. He hasn't so far. Yeah. Cry at the wall. It scares them. <laughs> And he's still wanted by our team for his involvement at Honey Brown's apartment. Honey Brown. Mm -hmm. He might not have killed them, but he was at the scene and is a key witness. If nothing else, it would back up your version of events. My version of events is the truth. It's what happened. That's what everybody says. Burnfield nodded. Yes, I know. Don't be so touchy. I'm on your side. We have not picked him up on any drones. He's not at his usual haunts. He's been keeping a low profile. I think if he wanted you dead, we wouldn't be talking now. Very reassuring. What are you going to do next? You could always move into Osmitech, get support from your own kind. What is his own kind? The oh, the telepaths, the freaks, the circus freaks of society. You can talk to my grandma. But as soon as the words had left his mouth. Tell her I said I miss you. Burnfield tried to backtrack. No, that's not what I meant. You but know also, what I meant, right? Don't haunt me. Stop haunting me. Stop haunting me. I don't care for it. Yes. Love you, Grandma, but you got to stop haunting me. <laughs> Bad enough. I got to get some sleep. <laughs> it's it's fine. You're right. Uh, but I'm not sure I'm ready to go back to them yet. I need more than they can give me. Jack stood and shook Burnfield's hand. Maybe I'll see you around. And as Jack walked up the path to the exit, he considered what had led him to this place. Keely had wanted a family, children, normality. Too bad. Only Jack knew that things could never be normal again. Jack wasn't normal. He was cursed. This thing in his head, his remnant training, he'd become a freak. Oh, it was training. And it had gotten Keely murdered. Jack didn't recognize himself anymore. It's a bachelor's degree. His halo buzzed and he looked at the name scrolling around the display. Let me see a halo. There halo. it is. Finally. Osmitech. Whilst he had this adopt, adapt, and oh, ad. Adaption. Uh, huh? Adaptation. Adaption. Adaption? While he had this adaption in his head, they were never going to leave him alone. He should answer the call. <laughs> it was just, never. They're just both frowning at, <laughs> at you and the book. I'm upset. <laughs> probably more of the book. It was probably going to be important, but instead, he thumbed the call to be rejected. Osby Tech mm, could wait. Thumbed it. Ugh. They could wait until Jack was ready for them. Ooh, he's a free wheeler now. Okay, so that's book one of some stuff. So Jack kind of sucks. His wife got murdered, and then he didn't even solve it. And I and guess then he let his other friend get shot in the face right next to him. I guess Alex is going to be like his Moriarty. Mm, I don't know that reference, but I accept it. From Sherlock Holmes. Ah, uh, his nemesis. Not ringing a bell. Okay, come on. Who's Watson? His buddy, his partner. Oh, okay. That's uh, oh, the IBM machine is named after. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. He's the smart. Why wouldn't you just name that the IBM thing Sherlock? Because Sherlock has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the computer does not. No problem. Watson is solid. Watson yeah. does a lot of the heavy work. He does the work, right? Isn't Sherlock kind of like the showman and Watson does the real research? It's yeah, kind of the thing, right? Yeah. A little bit. Sherlock is like brilliant. Sherlock is like but he needs to get reined in, and Watson reigns. And in. Watson is cash. Sherlock's definitely like a drug addict, right? An yeah. alcoholic. Yeah, he's, like he's on like opioids. He's like stuff. he's like Doctor House. A little bit. Of... House is like him. Uh, <laughs> Am I right? I don't think that that came first. Uh, Doctor House was written in 1743. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that book was f not great, honestly. I usually say it's good just to be nice, but that bummed me out, and also wasn't very uh, well written. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I like the tea talk. 
Love it. Love it. I dislike the murder. Uh, hard for me to stomach it. My, <laughs> it's a little too gory for Shane. Oh, yeah, her head exploded. Well, my opinion is if you're going to have murder, you might as well have a lot of murder. Like, why just the one? Maybe they read more. murders all the time. Uh, Fine. Who was in that book? Let's let's cast there was this as a movie. Jack the tele- telepath. Jack the telepath is played by a young Ben Affleck. Perfect. With a British accent. Perfect. Alan, Alex, Anna. Oh, they're boy. all played Hanson the by people with those names. So Alan, Alan, Alda. Alan Rickman. Alan Alda. Alan Alda's still dead. alive. So Alan Alda. Yeah. Alex, Alex Winter. Who? What's that? From Modern Family. No, that's not right. Who's the Who's Alex Winter girl? What's their name? Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Ferris, sure. Why Looks not? good. Why not? Who cares? Easy, easy casting. Easy cast. It's gonna be easy on them. Easy on the eyes. Uh, but Alex is the killer, and you said who? Alex. Who's Alex Winter? This guy. Do not oh, it's Google. A guy. It. Uh, let's just do Alex Trebek as the murderer. Yeah, that's great. And he has perfect disguise, the mustache. Yeah, no or, one would see it. Coming. Nobody would see that coming. Ganesha's showing me a picture of a man I've never seen. Yeah, you have. He's in. Was that the guy from Bill and Ted's Excellent yeah. Adventure? What is wrong with you? Why would you suggest that? He's British. Okay. He's British? Uh, yeah. Then he gets the part. There you Extremely go. Extremely awesome. Uh, let's see. Who else is there? There's Dennis. Oh, uh, yeah. Shy. Dennis Miller. That's perfect. Miller. No, I not. would love I to see Dennis Miller crying at a murderer. Me too. Uh, <laughs> all right. Who would direct it? This is a um, real. Uh, Bummer of a movie. You got to get a Brit. Who directed Cruel Intentions? No I one. Want, I want, nobody did. That's what. That was the problem with it. <laughs> it's free forming prop the whole time. <laughs> Brian Felipe was just running around. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who should direct it? A uh, Brit. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. That's good, actually. Yeah. I'll go with that. Have a lot of like choppy cutting. And it'd be bad and not make any money. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> great. <laughs> That'll be great. Uh. Okay. Fine. Look at this. Are we coming in under an hour here? Good. Quick, easy, one and done. Hey, I washed my hands of this mess. That's uh, some time you all get back. Yeah. Take that time <laughs> and go perhaps find another podcast that may be better than this one. Yeah. Say your prayers. Yeah. yeah. On that note, that's the end. That's it. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us wherever you get your goddamn podcasts. You can find us at AMZ and Book Club on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Thank you to Morris Reese for our music and Chris Linquist for the art. And thanks to my, my good friends here, Ganesh and Shane, for uh, pretending this book was interesting. No sweat, chap. Hey, good, good day. And bye-bye for the last time to all of our listeners in lovely Britain. Good, goodbye, matey. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Ciao, Bella. Bye. Cheerio. Bye.